Welcome to the Awakening Podcast Network. Get ready for an inspiring audio from this cutting-edge voice. You can find more podcasts at awakeningpodcasts.com. You want to go deeper? Get equipped to overcome and walk in God's purpose for your life at Awakening House of Prayer's online campus. You'll experience an online family, preaching, teaching, and prophetic impartation for victorious living. We have over a thousand members online hungry for what God is saying and doing in the earth. Visit ahop.online today and join our family. AHOP TV empowers believers with spirit-inspired messages and strategic equipping that accelerates your spiritual growth. You can subscribe to stream weekly content from Awakening House of Prayer, conferences, and other exclusive content to stir your hunger and encourage your heart. Visit us online at ahop.tv. Welcome to Accelerate, the official podcast of the Ignite Prophetic Network. I hope this audio equips and inspires you to move deeper into the prophetic with greater accuracy and greater passion. Hey guys, Jennifer LeClaire here, Senior Leader of the Awakening House of Prayer in Fort Lauderdale, founder of the Ignite Prophetic Network. I'm going deep. I started this Facebook Live last week. It has gone gangbusters. It was called uh, Three ways to recognize warlocks disguising themselves or masquerading as wizards. And this went massively viral. I put it up on my YouTube channel a couple days later. This is getting shared all over the place. You know, as I said before, just to do a quick, quick, quick recap, you'll have to go back and watch the first part of this if you missed it, because I'm not going to go and repeat myself. But I want to give you just the, the foundation in case you didn't see the first. I don't want you to be lost. Amen. We're talking about warlocks, warlocks masquerading as prophets. And so there's so much talk about the witches balls and the witches conventions and the witches cursing Donald Trump and the witches and the witches and the witches. But fewer people talk about warlocks. And it always concerns me when there's an evil present that people don't talk about. Now, I understand that warlocks and witches, it's the male, female, but we always focus on the witches. And at some level, I, I wonder if that's because we like to, you know, you know, point to the women, you know, it's just the same thing as a Jezebel accusation. It's seems to me it always goes against the women. And so we talk so much about witches, but what about these warlocks? What about these rubber-lipped warlocks cursing, judging, uh, monitoring spirits, uh, evil decrees, uh, curses, incantations, spells, potions? What about them? Why don't we, we talk about them? We see them in the Bible. We see that Paul addressed this in the Bible, okay? And so the Bible shows us a warlock in the New Testament in Acts 13. And this is where I will read these scriptures again. But we're going to move on. Last time I shared with you three ways to recognize warlocks masquerading as false prophets. I'm going to go through four more today, hopefully. And this is all in the Bible. Somebody say it's in the Bible. I believe that, yes, there's experience. And I do teach and give stories from experience. But I'm a word person as well as a spirit person uh, seeking to find the balance between the two. So I like to show you things in the Bible. Now, Acts 13, verses 6 through 7. 
when they, who's they, it's Paul and Barnabas, when they had passed through the entire island of Cyprus, as far as Papos, they had came upon a certain Jewish wizard or sorcerer, a false prophet named Bar-Jesus. Now, wizard, sorcerer, false prophet, these terms were all used interchangeably there uh, in the New Testament in this Greek word that the Amplified Translation, which I'm reading, is drawing out, okay? He was closely associated with the proconsul, Sergius Paulus, who was an intelligent and sensible man of sound understanding. He summoned to him Barnabas and Saul and sought to hear the word of God concerning salvation in the kingdom of God attained through Christ. Now, I talked about uh, last time how this guy's name was Bar-Jesus and, and how many wizards and, and sorcerers and fortune tellers and crystal ball readers and uh, warlocks will actually many times use the name Jesus, uh, sometimes to deceive, sometimes because they believe in many gods or they're just absolutely deceived themselves and they feel their power is coming from God. Uh, dark powers do not come from God. God is light. Therefore, dark powers, potions, spells, incantations, curses. These things are, are, are in the realm of witchcraft. And there's like 2,000 different expressions of witchcraft, which is why I pray uh, every day in my uh, prayer time to break uh, incantation spells, but also every expression of witchcraft, because there are so many. You may have heard me pray that. That is why I do it. This is why, because of the many expressions. Go study it yourself if you don't believe me, you'll find uh, an eyeful there uh, for you. Now, uh, verse 8, but Alimus, the wise man, for that is the translation of his name, which he had given himself, opposed them, seeking to keep the proconsul from accepting the faith. But Saul, who was also called Paul, filled with and controlled by the Holy Spirit, looked directly at Elimus. I love that. Paul was filled with and controlled by the Holy Spirit. We want to be so filled with, so surrendered to the Holy Spirit that he actually can control us, that he can actually take us over. I'm going to do a little bunny trail here. I have been in meetings where, and maybe you have too, where the Holy Spirit has absolutely taken over my mouth and said things that I was like, oh, I can't believe I said that, but it was God. Now don't be, listen, listen, listen. Don't be blaming the Holy Spirit for your goofiness, for your flakiness, for your instability. If you're walking with Jesus, you should be more stable, more relatable. But there are times where if you surrender to him, he will take over your mouth and say things that, I'm not talking about mean things or bad things, but things that may surprise you, things that may shock you. And so here we see that Paul, Saul, who was also called Paul, was filled with and controlled by the Holy Spirit, and he looked steadily. At Amos. I, I just see it. I can just see it in my spirit, a picture of Paul just giving him not a, not a, not a witchcraft look, not a dirty look, but just staring at him, like staring through him, just staring through him. And he said, verse 10, and he said this, Paul said this, you met, listen now, here's where we get into the, the heart of this. You master in every form of deception and recklessness, unscrupulousness, and wickedness, you son of the devil, you enemy of everything that is upright and good. Will you never stop perverting and making crooked the straight paths of the Lord and plotting against his saving purposes? That's a mouthful. Can you imagine? I, I imagine he said it in a very stern voice. This is a very stern passage of scripture. This is like when Peter told Ananias and Sapphira individually, one after the other, you, you, you know, 
you're dead. You're, you're gone. You know, your body will fall to the ground. This was uh, Peter and Paul here, you know, issuing just a very stern rebuke. I, I imagine he said something, I said it some way like this. You master in every form of deception and wickedness, unscrupulousness and wickedness. You son of the devil, you enemy of everything that is upright and good. Will you never stop perverting and making crooked the straight paths of the Lord and plotting against his saving purposes? Now, you have to understand one of the reasons why Paul was so upset was because he was blocking the advancement of the gospel, because he was actively seeking to keep someone from receiving the gospel of the the glorious gospel of Jesus Christ. There is nothing that makes me more upset than when people, religious spirits, antichrist spirits block the way to the Lord. When they block God's will, that is the one thing that makes me more angry, righteous indignation than anything else is when someone stands in the way of God's will, either the preaching of the gospel or any other thing that God is wanting to do. When someone stands in the way of God's will, it just really, really makes me mad. And I'm sure it grieves the Holy Spirit when people are obstructing his work in the earth through people. So let's look here. We talked about the first uh, couple uh, characteristics. Uh... But let's go on to the fourth one. You'll have to go back and watch the other video. Go to my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash JN LeClaire, and you will see J-E-N-L-E-C-L-A-I-R-E, and you will see, oh, my spirit just left. You will see uh, the video, the first one. He called him, one of the things Paul called him was a son of the devil. Now that is a bold statement. So, so warlocks are really sons of the devil. They are serving another master. A son serves his father. We are children of God. And as we grow into maturity, we are called the sons of God. Now, all uh, men and women are sons and all men and women are brides. So we get to sort of interchange there. There's no male or female in Christ. We are children of God, but then we mature. We're sons of God. So the, so these warlocks, this one in particular was a mature warlock. This was, this was a mature sorcerer. This is one who had practiced this for a long time. This wasn't some newbie who accidentally entered into some witchcraft. This wasn't some uh, low level, uh, uh, you know, teenager who was dabbling with, uh, you know, some sort of Ouija board just for fun on the weekends and not understanding what it was they were doing. This guy, Elimus, bar Jesus, he knew exactly what he was doing. He knew he was standing in the way. He wanted the ear of the pro council. He wanted that place in government. He wanted to be uh, the advisor and he did not want the, this pro council, this government official to get saved because he knew that as soon as he found the truth, he was out of a job. As soon as the pro council discovered the truth, the truth, the truth, Jesus Christ, that he would be out of a job being the son of the devil. He did not want to be displaced. And so here we see Jesus told the Pharisees also that they were of their father, the devil. So you don't have to be a warlock to, 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 to stand in the way of the gospel. The religious Pharisees did that too. Jesus rebuked them for it. He said, woe to you, scribes and Pharisees. And he would say, woe to you, warlocks. Now, he wants everyone to come to the saving knowledge of, the, of, of himself. He died for everybody. He died for the witches. He died for the warlocks. He died for the sorcerers and the wizards and the, the fortunes. He loves everybody, but sin separates us from God. You son of the devil. That is that is what we're dealing with here. It's a dark power. It's a dark force. There is no good witch, bad witch. Jesus said, I will not permit a sorceress to live. The Old Testament writer Deuteronomy, I will not permit a sorceress to live. We, 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 they will not have eternal life if they don't repent. This is why we don't need to just call out the witches and the warlocks, but we need to pray for their salvation, which we're going to do at the end of this broadcast. Number five, 
He said, you enemy of everything that is upright and good. That's a bold statement too. That's a that's a broad statement. You enemy of everything that is upright and good. That means warlocks are standing against everything that is upright and good. Uh, the enemies of God speaking in, they're enemies of God speaking in the name of God many times. They actively seek to tear down what God is building. We had some witches uh, a couple weeks ago. Uh, my spiritual son, Apostle Jonathan Siddham, was here doing a freedom explosion service. And witches showed up in the service to uh, apparently, I, I, honestly, I don't know why they were there. You would assume uh, that they were there to mock or to release witchcraft, but they got free. They got delivered. They surrendered. And so, you know, nobody is too far gone. Um, but many of these warlocks, um, they, they actively seek to tear down what God is building. My, In my experience, when witches come in your church, they're trying to tear down what God is doing. They're trying to disrupt the atmosphere, in my experience. Sometimes they do come in because they, they're, they're seeking and they're searching. And so, you know, if the witches want to come in, that's fine. We bind up all the witchcraft and we preach the gospel and we believe uh, that we're planting seeds. Amen. Now, if they're causing trouble and, 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 and you know doing things that harm people, we'll ask them to leave. Amen. Hallelujah. Number six. Number six. Perverting and making crooked the straight paths of the Lord. He said that these, this warlock, this Elimus, this man named Bar-Jesus, perverted and made crooked the straight paths of the Lord. So they operate in perversion and sabotage. These warlocks, they're perverting the truth. They're per the, their truth is perverted. It's truth to them, but they're deceived. And they're operating in perversion. They're operating in sabotage. This uh, Elimus was sabotaging this proconsul's opportunity to hear the gospel. This is why Paul was so upset. True prophets paved the way for the Lord. False prophets obstruct the way for the Lord. True prophets pave the way for the Lord. False prophets, warlocks, witches, sorcerers, wizards, uh, fortune, they, they, they block the way to the Lord by providing another way. The only way to God the Father is through the Son, Jesus Christ. Look, Mark 1 and 3, let me show you this in scripture. Look, I am sending my messenger before your face who will prepare your way before you. The voice crying in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord, make his path straight. This was talking about John the Baptist. Isaiah prophesied it and, I, and John the Baptist fulfilled it. John the Baptist was a forerunner. John the Baptist was a voice crying in the wilderness saying he, he, his, his, his mandate, his mission was to prepare the way for the Lord, which he did. He raised up disciples. He baptized them in the Jordan. Later on, he actually baptized Jesus Christ. And then many of his disciples started following Jesus. But he was a forerunner. He was there pointing. He said, one is coming after me whose sandals I am not worthy to tie. He says, there's one coming. The Christ is coming. The Messiah is coming. He was the forerunner. He was preparing the people for the for the for the reception of the Messiah, of the King of Kings, of the Lord of Lords. This false prophet Bar Jesus, uh, Elimus, he was actually blocking the way. False prophets block the way. True prophets prepare the way. Amen. Number seven, plotting against his saving purposes. Warlocks plot against his saving purposes. Warlocks, if they do not repent, they are going to hell. The only, it doesn't matter, you can be a good person and go to hell, okay? You can be the best person, give away all your money, do all many good things, good deeds, and you can still go to hell because your salvation doesn't depend on your good works. Your salvation depends on faith in Jesus Christ. He is the only way to the Father. But warlocks want you to go to hell with them. You, they, they point you to idols and have you chasing, other, other, uh, chasing after other gods who cannot save. 
Jesus is the only way. Now look at what Paul did. Look at what Paul did. This is, you read stuff like this and you're like, whoa. <laughs> Can you imagine? Look, verse 11. And now, behold, the hand of the Lord is upon you. That can be good or bad because the hand of the Lord was on Ezekiel when Ezekiel went into the, the valley of dry bones. And if you didn't watch my message on Sunday, go to ahop.online and just find the title for the PM service, uh, uh, prophesying your way out of the valley of dry bones. I'm telling you what, that was a wild service. So the hand of the Lord upon you can be good or bad. In this sense, it wasn't good. And now behold, Paul said, the hand of the Lord is upon you and you will be blind. So blind that you will be unable to see the sun for a time. Instantly there fell upon him a mist and a darkness, and he groped about seeking persons who would lead him by the hand. Can you imagine? Now, what, the problem with this is we read these kind of scriptures, and then some young, well-meaning, well-meaning but uh, immature people will go around cursing people with blindness. <laughs> you can't, you can't do that. Okay. Remember, he was controlled by the Holy Spirit. Okay. And this was the early days of the church. And this was just, this was a, a period of time where it just seemed like these kinds of things were happening. This doesn't give you license to go around cursing people with blindness. Okay. Even warlocks and witches, we need to pray for them. All right. I'm not saying that someone would never be filled with the Holy Spirit and controlled by the Holy Spirit to do that. But I am saying that this does not give you license to just go around willy nilly in your own right, in your own anger doing that. Now, verse 12. Then after, after Paul dealt with the pro, after Paul dealt with the sorcerer, then the proconsul believed, became a Christian when he saw what had occurred. For he was astonished and deeply touched and at the teaching concerning the Lord and from him. And so Paul confronts, see, these warlocks are, are keeping people from getting saved because they're providing an alternative to the spiritual, to the supernatural world. And it's a false alternative and it will send them to hell. True prophets need to expose and, and uh, true apostles need to expose these warlocks because they're perverting the way of Christ. And there are, like I said in my first video, there are some, they're warlocks and they're, they've got nice suits and they use the name of Jesus and they got a big smile and they've got platforms and they're having conferences and they're warlocks. Please do some discernment. Please, please, please. I'm going to pray for you for discernment in a moment. We're going to pray for these warlocks and witches because I don't hate you. I want you to get saved because you're in bondage. I don't know what happened to you. I don't know who deceived you, but there's a better way. There's peace, real peace. There's joy, real joy. There's an unburdening for you. And we're going to pray for you in just a moment. I want to remind you about the free angels book. I'm giving away my book, Releasing the Angels of Abundant Harvest, as long as I have the inventory. They're uh, going to be gone really soon, so don't delay. I just found out we can ship them internationally. You'll have to pay for the international shipping if you want it. Uh, but if you want to do that, you can. Um, but it's tinyurl.com slash angelbookfree. I just want to give this to you. It's just a gift. Releasing the angels of abundant harvest. Understanding these angels of abundant harvest have been released. And there's a sowing and a reaping. There's a harvest. you got to understand the laws of the spirit. I want you to go to tinyurl.com slash angelbookfree. And you're going to find that there. Uh, I've got a lot of free events also on Eventbrite. JenniferLeClaire.eventbrite.com. JenniferLeClaire.eventbrite.com. Dr. Cindy Trim is going to be with us for our seventh year anniversary, the Awakening House of Prayer. In just a few months, you can sign up for that right now on early bird at jenniferleclair.eventbrite.com. We're having her here in Fort Lauderdale, the Watchmen and Warriors Conference coming to you. 
Uh, Israel, you want to go to Israel with me? I don't have time to get into the whole journey here, but this is not your average Israel tour. It's called the 2020 Prayer Tour. We're going to pray, we're going to prophesy, we're going to warn, I'm going to teach you, I'm going to train you, I'm going to lay hands on you. We're going to have a good time supporting Israel, seeing the Holy Land, encountering Jesus. Go to tinyurl.com slash Israel with Jennifer. tinyurl.com slash Israel with Jennifer. And of course, the School of the Apostles now enrolling you can get in on that at schoolofthespirit.tv if you're an apostolic believer an apostle you need to get involved understand this anointing understand this grace understand what it is and what it's not so you can receive from it and operate in it accurately schoolofthespirit.tv you got it if you want to sow into this broadcast sow into the ministry uh to the uh, the propagation of the gospel you go to jenniferleclair.org slash give. You got it? Let me pray. Father, I thank you for the anointing. I thank you, Lord, that you cause our discernment levels to rise so that we would not be fooled in these end times. And Lord, I just lift up every witch and warlock that is watching this broadcast in the name of Jesus. And I ask you to encounter their heart with love. Encounter their heart with peace and joy that comes from you. Lord, give them dreams, give them visions of Jesus so that they could get out of the snare of bondage. I thank you, Lord, for their lives that you created them and you created them for a purpose. You had a point for their life, a purpose. And so, Lord, we ask you to bring every witch and warlock out of deception in Jesus' name. And if there's anybody listening to me that doesn't know the Lord Jesus Christ, listen, God loves you. God loves you. He loves you with a passion. Our sin separates us from him. We all sin. We've all sinned. The Bible says we've all sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. All of us. We all need a savior. We all need to be reconciled to God, to have peace with God. God sent his only begotten son, Jesus Christ, to pay the price for our sin. He so loved the world. He so loved you that if you were the only person ever in the whole world, he would have died for you. He paid the price for your sin. He was beaten. He was flogged. He was uh, crucified on a cross. He bled for you. He bore your sins. He was separated from the Father so that you would never have to be. He rose again on the third day after dying a painful death. And now he's seated at the right hand of the Father, making intercession for all those who believe. And if you want to receive Jesus in your heart today, it's really simple. You just have to pray this prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, forgive me of all of my sins, God. Lord, I acknowledge that I am a sinner. I acknowledge that I have been uh, deceived by the world in which I live. And I want to come into your presence. I want to come into your kingdom. Lord, forgive me of my sins and cleanse me from unrighteousness. I accept Jesus Christ as my Lord and as my Savior. Thank you for saving me in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, if you prayed that prayer, pretty soon we're going to have a website that's just dedicated to you, to helping you grow and get and learn in God. But in the meantime, if you prayed that prayer, and, and if the website, jenniferleclair.org slash peace with God, if that website's not up, then I want you to email me so that we can get you pointed in the right direction. Email info at jenniferleclair.org. Info at jenniferleclair.org. God bless you. I'll be back with you soon. Thanks for listening to this podcast. If you want more information on Ignite, including the Company of Seers, the Lighthouses, the Company of Scribes, and everything we have to offer, visit ignitenow.org. That's ignitenow.org.
This has been a production of the Awakening Podcast Network. Jennifer LeClaire is the founder and owner of APN. Our heart is to inspire people and exalt Jesus with every broadcast. We're grateful for our advertisers and supporters that make these podcasts possible.